0: All right, guys, we're live here. So welcome back to the Conquest Trader Podcast. I'm Otavio Pilo, And if you don't know who I am, I am a day trader. I focus on scalping. And our team here at ConquestTrader.com, we offer education for every single aspect of trading, whether it be markets such as Forex, uh, options, large cap stocks, small cap stocks. You can apply these types of strategies and techniques into almost every single market because they are relying on a fundamental truth, and that's momentum trading. And so in this podcast, in this episode, I wanted to talk about exactly why most traders fail. And so if you wanna be a successful trader, you really need to understand why other traders are failing so that you can avoid the same mistakes. Both winning and losing are both parts of trading and you simply have to just recognize the fundamental fact that you're on a path that's you have to push forward and understand that if you continue moving forward and understanding why other people fail and how to benefit from that, you will get there, you will be successful. And so by accepting the rules of the game instead of trying to make your own rules you have to you know follow there's 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 rules to this process and you have to come in and you have to follow the rules and in in that way you're going to be able to develop strategies and techniques that that are able to turn other people's disadvantages and challenges into your own advantage because if you're not playing by the same rules unfortunately you're not going to be able to understand what other people are doing and so if everyone's playing by the same rules then you can start manipulating and becoming methodical because the conditions are, aren't going to change. They're going to be generally the same. And from that vantage point, then you're the one that can be the deciding factor. You're the one that's in control. And so one way that you can actually leverage other traders shortcomings to your advantage is by understanding the emotions that actually drive their poor behavior. And so trading is emotional at times, and especially during periods of loss, um, we as day traders, you know, we face unique challenges all the time, you know, whether it be losing money on an almost daily basis, uh, you know, even if you're profitable overall, you might you might have, a, you know, a year where you make $300,000, but you might have still taken a loss every single day. And so this is a rather unique situation and a unique career in that, you know, you have to be comfortable with losing, you know, you can't be a surgeon. And you can't be making a mistake in surgery every single day. You're, you're going to get, uh, have your medical license taken away. You can't be a lawyer making mistakes every single day. You're going to get disbarred. Right. And so as a trader, this is one of those few, one of those few careers where you're allowed to make mistakes every single day and still be successful. And I think that's amazing, you know, but that, that, that does uh, require you to have to be comfortable with losing. And so When it comes to losing, you know, there's usually a couple types of fear that a trader has to face. And there's the fear of loss, which is obviously the the most obvious. And this can lead traders to take trades that they otherwise wouldn't have taken if they had been in a logical frame of mind. And they can also result in traders, uh, you know, buying a stock at a price that's way too low or taking more shares than their risk management rules would allow them to. And this would only result in a larger loss. And when they finally actually do decide to sell that position. And so even the best traders will have losing days, right? And it's important to become comfortable with the loss and that the fear of losing doesn't end up controlling your decisions and your trades. Now, the fear of loss isn't the only type of fear that traders have to be aware of. There's also the fear of missing out. And this specifically is the fear of missing out on a good trading opportunity. This is a big struggle that a lot of traders deal with. And I dealt with this a lot when I was first starting off. Now, this fear is a bit less obvious and it's something that you know, like I mentioned before, is that I struggled with and it took a, a lot of time for me to figure out how to do this. And a lot of times you might see a stock suddenly jumping up on what appears to be breaking news. And you know, you might feel that sudden impulse to jump into a trade out of the fear of missing on a potential winner. And unfortunately, that often doesn't lead to profitable trades. And it will actually leave the trader with a large loss due to an unplanned trade with you know little to no little to zero risk management, to be honest. And so when analyzing their trading history and your statistics, you know, traders can often discover that the largest losses are caused by those impulsive decisions, which are driven by emotions. And so as traders, we want to be completely unbiased and we want to be coming in with little emotion. We basically want to be trading like a robot, um, but still being able to be fully adaptable. And that's one of the downsides of algorithmic trading is that you're not often as adaptable as you would be if you were, Just a person that's trading minus the emotions. And so, a lot of traders who aren't comfortable with the feeling of losing also have a tendency to become hyper focused on individual losses and they tend to miss out on the larger picture. Small losses, you know, they're not significant in the grand scheme of a trader, in the grand scheme of a trader's career, but the fear can make traders think otherwise. You know, you get hyper focused, you get this tunnel vision effect where you think it's the end of the world where you're taking this loss. Meanwhile, you know, there's, you know, tens uh, tens or if not like, you know, multi, like 50 different opportunities that you can actually just focus on if you were just to take yourself out of that tunnel vision mindset and look for them. And so during an individual loss, a lot of traders will actually forget that there are those opportunities in the market and, you know, those opportunities can easily make up for that current loss. And so they become fixated and, you know, What that one loss means to them becomes so significant that they fall into this rabbit hole of self doubt and criticism, and they start to forsake their trading strategies and the risk management rules that they've been having to build up. And that's actually proven to work. And instead of following those rules, they try to just, you know, fix the problem. And so a trader in losing position, you know, oftentimes they'll look to purchase more shares at a lower price. Um, you know, as the stock drops in, in order to increase, uh, oh, sorry, to decrease their average cost per share of the trade. But this also means that they're adding money into an already losing position and they're placing their funds into a stock that isn't showing any signs that's going to go back up. And in fact, um, a lot of times it doesn't come back up. You know, most of, the, in my experience, I want to say 90% of the time the stock isn't going to come back up to a point where you're going to be able to get out break even. And so inevitably they end up, you know, selling their accumulated shares for an even larger loss than they originally intended. And you know, emotions can take control of you in the heat of the moment, but it's you know critical in order to main, remain focused and unbiased and stick to your proven strategy. Traders will often fail because they allow these negative events and losses to affect them personally. Their confidence in themselves and the methodologies become directly linked to their profits and losses. And when we have a profitable day, you may feel good and we take a loss. You might become frustrated and critical and full of doubts. And that can lead to awful trading mistakes. And you don't want to question yourselves. You want to, you want to follow that proven strategy that you developed or that you've found that others use and you want to stick to it in an unbiased manner. And so instead of avoiding the actual, uh, solution to the problem in a, you know, a logical, critical, and constructive manner, they will tend to react to the negative events that lead to these emotions to temporarily guide them. And so one strategy that I actually learned through my time with a professional trading team is to hide my profit and loss ratio, uh, my profit and loss column while I trade. And so I periodically only check how much I'm, how, how well I'm doing every 30 minutes to an hour. And this may sound very trivial, and you might have heard of this before, but to those of you that haven't, it actually emphasizes one of the most important characteristics that separates the 10% of those traders that are actually successful from the rest of them. And, you know, successful traders who are are actually consistently profitable over the long run are those that are going to be trading for the skill and not purely for the money. They're, they're focused on... Taking the best trades possible. And you know, you might not have a passion for trading and you might be deep down in this for the money, but the goal isn't to make the money in the moment. The goal is to take the best possible trade possible. And so instead of, you know, focusing on executing each trade to perfection, a lot of these traders that are failing will actually start only hyper fixating on the profit and the actual money that they might be losing. And so by hiding that, P&L column, that profit and loss column, you can actually keep yourself from that constant reminder of how you're doing and you're instead of focusing in the moment on the actual trade by you know taking those precise entries, those profit targets and the stop losses without actually deviating from the strategy that you're putting in place. You know, profitable traders, we actually take each trade as an opportunity to actually learn and improve our skills regardless if the trade's result was positive or negative. So, and this kind of leads me into the next point that I wanted to make, and that's cutting your losses early and letting your winners run. Now, another reason that we often see traders failing in the beginning is that they're not maximizing the difference between their profits and their losses. And this might seem like complete, you know uh, complete a completely logical statement, just obvious, but a lot of traders, they don't realize that when they're not looking at their metrics that, a lot of their losses are outweighing their wins because a lot of times they lack the conviction in their strategy to actually allow their profitable trades to continue. And then they become, you know, hyper fixated, like we mentioned before, of how they tend to just add to their losses and then it builds up and snowballs into this massive loss that can, you know, wipe out accounts within a matter of a couple of days. And so instead of leading to this uh, imbalance between the average loss and the average winners, that can make it very difficult to be profitable in the long run, you can actually look to scale in and out of your positions as you generate profits with your winners and cut the losses as soon as possible. Because as a trade hits each of my profit targets, I'm looking to sell anywhere between one third to half of my shares at each of those price points. So for example, if I'm looking to buy something at uh, $7, my first profit target could be, you know, 720. Um, I'll sell maybe a third bit at 720. From there, it'll go on to 745. I'll sell another third at 745, then 765. I'll sell the remaining, and then I'll look for another opportunity in the trade, or maybe I'll add back in for the break of 750. In this way, as I'm generating profits, I'm taking money off the table and putting it in my pocket. I'm paying myself for the work I've already done. So I'm not, I'm not removing that risk of the trade actually going backwards and me. Having to sell at break even and missing out on any of the potential profits that I had available to me. On the other side of things, I'm very quick to cut my losses, and this is because if I can just eliminate the loss instantly, I can always get back into the move if it starts coming back up. But if I start, you know, holding onto the loss and starts building up, I start getting into that emotional state that we want to avoid. And you know, you have to remember that success in trading is really dependent on your ability to let your winners run and cut your losses early on because you want to maximize that profit-to-loss ratio because it's going to make it easier to actually be profitable in the long run. If you think about if you can take a trade, you know, every out of every 10 trades, um, you might be correct 10% of the time, but your profit-to-loss ratio is very large. So that means that you have let's say for every um, $20 you're risking, you're making like two grand, right? You can be wrong a lot and still be profitable overall. And so, you know, even the best traders lose. And so I have friends that, you know, they have this kind of mentality where they're looking for these unicorn trades where they'll keep trying, they'll keep trying, they'll keep trying, but they're very quick to cut their losses. So they're not accumulating large losses. But once they are right, you know, that, you know, five, that one out of 20 trades that they take, they make a massive amount of money. Now, there is one downside to trading like this, in my opinion, and that is really that you you're going to. It's bad for your emotional, your your psyche. If you are constantly taking losses in your in your your hypotheses for your trades are inaccurate. Oftentimes what I found is that I'll have difficulty having conviction and faith in the strategies that I built out, even though, you know, mathematically it might work. It still gets to me and I might start uh, trading a bit erratically. And so for me, I prefer to actually um, seal the deal and actually take my profits early on. I might not let them run to get to, you know, those massive amounts of money relative to the amount of losses that I'm taking, but I'm still cutting the losses very quickly. And so, for example, if I'm taking, let's say, you know, a $1,000 risk on a single trade, um, I'll probably take profit once I'm at 2000 or 3000 right? And so, in comparison, I'm taking like a 3 to 1 profit loss ratio where, you know, for every $1 I'm risking, I'm making around three times as much in profit for a winning trade. Meanwhile, someone that I mentioned before might be taking, you know, for every one out of 20 trades, they're accurate. They might be having, you know, a 50 to one profit loss ratio, but those trades are very difficult to land. And that's why it takes them so long. Now, going back to that kind of unicorn trade, a lot of traders that I've met suffer from what I call the Holy Grail syndrome. And that's at some point in their trading career is going to be this mentality that if they find the right combination of strategies, indicators, trading tools, and the best technologies that they'll be able to ensure that they'll always have a winning trade and that they'll never take a loss. Now, most will come to realize that, that losing trades are just inevitable and that even the best traders in the world are constantly taking losses. Some of them don't realize this and they end up just hyper fixating on all these combinations of different indicators. And they actually never even grow their accounts and they just start taking these tiny little losses and they end up going down by basically a death of a thousand cuts. And so, what I found is that just accept the fact that losses are a part of trading and that it's like any business. You know, you have costs to operate. And if you can accept that in the beginning, you can start to manage your strategies accordingly in a way that you are going to maximize the winners as opposed to the losers. You're going to increase that difference so that even if you're right only 10% of the time, you know, 30% of the time, you're still going to be profitable overall as a trader. Now obviously we want to maximize our accuracy as well, but it's nice to know that, you know, even if I'm wrong, you know, every I'm only I'm, I'm only right one out of five trades, I'm still break even. You know, I'm not losing money. And so it can become very easy for me to start generating profit and as I become more and more accurate as my skill develops, then it starts really building up pick and pick up pace and I think that's what exactly led to my um account growing so fast is that I was able to just tread water until I had the full skill developed and from there it was just adding more coal to the fire and it was just compounding on itself over and over again until finally I was having days within the first couple months where I was making you know 10 12 grand a day and it was incredible but you have to have that mentality from the beginning because if you're constantly just looking for that holy grail scenario where you're never going to take a loss. Uh, I'm just here to tell you that it's, you know, it's not going to happen. It's incredibly unlikely. And so, you know, not only do you have to have that kind of mentality, but you also have to have the actual discipline to follow through with that mentality and stick to the actual strategies that you, that you develop. You know, I've talked about in this episode that you have a lot of traders don't have the conviction behind their strategies. And that essentially can come down to an emotional factor, but it's also a discipline issue where, you know, none of this matters if you don't have the discipline to follow through with it. You know, it's with most things with life, it's often easier said than done, but being a successful day trader takes discipline and the ability to manage the emotions that you're going to be facing in these high stress situations. Now day trading is a profession that's going to test you in ways that you might not expect. For example, you know, even traders with 90% success rate can lose money if they don't limit their losses. We just talked about this, but by understanding the actual fundamental rules of the game, you can actually make informed decisions that will lead to your success as a trader. Now, simply understanding the fundamental concepts isn't enough. And you also have to think and act like a successful trader. You have to have the actual behavior component coming in, in order to actually lead to consistent profits. Now, in our courses at ConquestTrader.com, we do spend a lot of time in dealing with students that need to improve their discipline. And so we have comprehensive chapters that it's a big chunk of our education in order to train you guys on the proper psychology that you need in order to control those factors. And by practicing discipline in other areas of our lives, we can actually become stronger in the overall capacity that can then take that skill set that we're developing, whether it be through, you know, working out, eating right, um, you know, going to sleep on time, just practicing that discipline because it is like a muscle. You can carry that skill over that we're generating into trading and you'll find it so much easier in order to actually stick to your strategies and go on from there. So one of my favorite ways to actually artificially induce an environment that requires discipline is to consistently stick to a regimented workout plan. Now it doesn't have to be very hard you know you can it can even be something like every single morning you go on a walk right because some people you know they're they're not quite there yet they don't they don't have the physical capacity to actually go and um, train really hard. but everyone can do something whether it be go on a walk, you can go do some pull-ups in your house you can uh, do some push-ups, do some yoga, whatever it may be, whatever you enjoy. So long as it's consistent and it's regimented, you're going to find that your, your ability to be more disciplined is going to increase much more. And a lot of my um, friends that are professional traders, they have strict exercise plans that place them in stressful and uncomfortable situations. And this leaves them better prepared for the trials that they're going to face in trading because it helps to trigger a lot of similar emotions that they might feel. Now, I personally like to lift weights, but I also rock climb because I find that the fear of falling is very similar to the fear of losing on a trade. Now, the goal isn't to block out the fear, but to notice it and not let it control my actions as I'm climbing. And understanding how I'm going to be able to practice this discipline in an effective manner is going to be able to carry over into my actual trading performance. And that's very crucial for my growth as a trader. And like I mentioned before, discipline is like a muscle. You know, the more you use it, the stronger it's going to be. And the less you use it, the weaker it's going to be, you know, even after years of trading, I myself have to constantly be on point with how I'm behaving the rest of my life, not only because I have a lot of projects going on at the moment, but because when it comes to trading, I have to have that discipline in order to follow through on what needs to be done. You know, it, it took me years and thousands of dollars of trading psychology sessions to understand what was causing my actions. And, you know, it, it takes time to be able to fight your natural instinct and become that disciplined trader they need to be. And, and unfortunately, you know, it, it's a lot of, a lot of the instincts that we have naturally as humans, they're not favorable for trading. They're not favorable for the proper behavior that you need. And I went through all these psychology sessions and one helpful technique that I actually found is to actually write down how I'm feeling. While I'm actually trading, like during the actual trade that I'm in, just jot down real quick, just shorthand, um, how you're actually feeling. And just putting that out there actually helps you really understand where you're coming from and you can go back. You can analyze why I might've been feeling that way. You can break it down and over time, you'll be able to better understand what leads to those things and you'll be able to catch it very fast because is going to come up. It's going to come up to you the same feeling while you're trading. You're going to remember, oh, I already dealt with this. I know exactly why this is, and I can just stop it right there. And I can continue on being that unbiased trader that I need to be. And so, at the end of the day, to become a successful trader, you really need to train your awareness and your emotions to fight against these bad impulses. Now, some traders might be naturally good at this, but some might have to work at it. I found that I had to work on it significantly in order to become successful. And that's why I heavily emphasize this kind of education in the actual courses. And one of my goals in writing this book, and along with the courses that we offer at Conquest Trader, is that you guys can learn all of these important lessons without having to go through the same mistakes and all the rest of the team have made over the years. And you also don't have to pay for you know all these individual sessions. You can actually just, you know, come in, learn immediately from one source that's comprehensive. It's all cohesive and then move on and start executing immediately. You know, at the end of the day, what you're paying for these trading coaches and psychologists are just for them to listen to your specific problem and then to go ahead and give you some advice that, to be honest, like you could find with us very easily. And, you know, maybe you do have uh, your one in 100 that has a very hyper-specific issue. However, what I found is that most trading advice that you know these psychologists give are going to be rather generic and they can be um they can be put into a framework that anyone can learn and use to grow as a trader and so that's kind of what we did when it came to these psychology chapters when it came to um creating the the courses and also the book is that we tried to develop this framework that anyone can learn and that can quickly fall back on without Having to take much mental energy away from their actual trading while they're in the moment, and so guys, that's pretty much it for this actual episode. I just wanted to go briefly over why a lot of traders will fail when it comes to trading, um, and these are just some brief examples. Uh, I talk a lot about this when it comes to our TikToks. Um, if you guys want to follow us on TikTok, it's uh, Conquest Trader. If you just type that into the search box, we will pop up same logo as you will see on uh, the podcast for Spotify and on Apple. And if you guys want even more resources and you actually want to jump into the trading game and learn exactly how you can make this much money so quickly, um, with very little time spent out of your day, you know, I spend maybe one to two hours maximum every single day trading, go ahead and check out ConquestTrader.com for more information. We offer courses on everything you can imagine whether it be options, forex, uh, large cap trading, small cap trading, whatever fits your type of style, we offer it because everyone not everyone's the same. And so the the fundamental concepts and what drives these types of trades is going to be similar and carry over from course to course. But the type of assets that you might want to trade might differ from trader to trader. And so got, we want to offer you guys everything that we can think of to maximize your potential for becoming successful as a trader and just maximize the opportunities that you can have. And so guys, that's pretty much it. Every week, we're posting a new episode for this podcast every Thursday. And if you guys want more information, go ahead and check out conquesttrader.com. I'll see you guys next week.